Well, I'd like you to know what's going to take place next week. Amen. Good to see you, Heidi. You're looking beautiful. Listen, seeing and celebrating God is real. I mean, no, God is real. But sometimes we need to see that and manifest it. One of our members already talked about next week's service, and they said, I can't wait. Now, they're not even being baptized, but they just said, I can't wait. How many know it's an incredible thing when we see people make decisions about Jesus Christ? Amen? So next week, please come out and celebrate with us. God is real, and he will reveal himself new to people by baptism service on next week. Amen? Praise the Lord. Excellent. Well, We'd like to also uh, share with you right now, whoops, BCC Butterflies. We want to have a section I call BCC Butterflies. Everybody say BCC Butterflies. All right, let's see if we, I don't know, I'm going to see if I can read. I don't know if I can or not, but I'm going to see if I can get me some, uh, some uh, BCC Butterflies up here. Uh, here's the butterfly. It says, I thank God that after seven years of sadness, thank you so much. Yep, that's the one I want. Seven years of sadness, I have found my true love. A love that around 23 years and we are finally together again and I am finally and truly happy. The happiest I have ever been in years. Thank you, Lord, for my heart or for my love. Tyson. Come on, somebody. Amen. Praise God. I have to agree with Brother Gabriel. I think some men need to put their testimony up here. Amen. You know what? Last week, you know, uh, we saw lots of ladies come up, you know, but how many understand? You got to, you got to, you know, you got to be strong in your masculinity to come on up anyway. Amen. That's why we saw like Brother Johnson. Dr. Johnson, I heard, came up, and Brother Christian came up, and I think the rest of us need to man up some. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. That's all I'm saying. Amen. Uh, listen at this one. Say butterflies. 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 One more. It says this. I love this. It says, I was homeless. I just want you to understand sometimes what you see, and you might call it emotional, and some of us think, does it take all that? Just say, yeah. yeah. It says, I was homeless for two years going from shelter to shelter in Chicago. Through that, I got saved and developed a relationship with God, with the Lord. God is merciful. Come on, somebody in Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. So we just want you to know that we want to continue in some of these. And, and you know what? Sometimes, uh, like some people put, you know, God is just good. How many are saying that's a testimony? Because we need to know it's not just the big things. You know, sometimes people feel like they have been overshadowed because they didn't go homeless. That's praise God. And your testimony is God's kept me. Amen. Amen. But I understand no matter where you are, God has a testimony and a story from your life. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So turn to your neighbor and say, you are, you are. Somewhere, somewhere between a caterpillar, between a caterpillar. And, a <laughs> and a butterfly. Amen. So, without further ado, today's sponsor are what? Butterflies. Today's sponsor are what? Butterflies. Are butterflies. Um, except you're in BCC. Amen? So I just like to say, no, no, no. Butter 
flies. Y'all with me? Come on now. Butter what? Today's sponsor is butter. All right, yeah. That's what I'm talking about, amen. And, and, and our, guests, our guests today, they just didn't miss a moment, right? They, they said, you never can have enough butter. Right. Now, how many of y'all know how to cook and y'all know who that came from? Mom, come on now. You know out there in Jefferson, you can't have enough butter out there. Yeah, she said, amen. How many of you said that? Right? Julia Childs, I was going to pull up a video with Julia. Hey, you can't ever have enough butter. But we're going to play something right quick for real quick. You don't understand? Butterflies. And how many of you understand that you got to catch butterflies? So I want to just use this as a small point of our sponsorship today. I don't know if you all know it. She's been here three months come Monday, but she's leaving on Monday, going back home to share the rest of the love of God. But she's enjoyed herself immensely. They've translated all these messages to her. But I need you to understand our home away from home, Nicaragua mother is with us. And we want to thank God and just pretty shall celebrate with her because she's going back home. Would you all give a big praise offering to God for Mamita. Amen. Let's thank God for her. Amen. All right. Come on out here in the middle of the aisle, though, Mom. All right. We'll just have you come out here if that's OK. And how many understand she doesn't understand a word I'm saying? Amen. <laughs> Praise God. And see, y'all talking about you can't do it in the spirit. Amen. Y'all. All right. But what we want you to do? No, we better come over here where it's safe. <laughs> All right. You go tell her. Okay. I need her to catch the butter. <laughs> see, mamita. All right. Everybody say butterflies. Butterflies. Here we go. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. My mom, that's a mommy. That's okay. We got more butter. We got to catch butter here. Yeah! <laughs> all right. Is anybody going to do any baking today? Let's thank God for it. She may be seated. Amen. Do us a baking. Uh, no, Geraldine's got a sister. Uh, you need two. Wait, but she has her daughters here with her. Oh, Mama Linda. She does it gluten-free. I know about how she bakes, amen? Praise God. Uh, We're going to get our guests some butter. I think you all need some butter. That's what I think. All right. Whoever's doing some baking. All right. Everybody say butterflies. That's our sponsor today. Well, if you will, without further ado, listen here. Would you all please, from the Body of Christ Church, let's welcome to our featured special guest is the assistant curator of the Christina Ryman Butterfly Wing at Ryman Gardens. Studied horticulture at Iowa State University and has come to help us see and study our spiritual symbolism of becoming new. I'd like you all to give a big round of applause for Mrs. Anita Durbin Westfall, the Butterfly Wing Assistant from Caterpillar to Butterfly. Let's thank God for her, amen. I understand we don't tell them too much about what BCC is like until they get here, amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So we're so thankful to have her husband with her as well. So uh, let's go ahead and, and uh, get started here. Uh, well, our very just straight out question, ma'am, is what seems to be such the fascination with butterflies and moreover their process? I mean, what, can you just kind of give us a general understanding or, or in-depth understanding of why is the, do people have such a fascination with butterflies and moreover their process? Um, I, would, I would say the big thing is um, 
you know, butterflies have been a big um, part of fascination and wonder for people since the beginning of history. Um, there's a lot of uh, legends and stories out there um, that people use butterflies as a source. Um, you know, uh, back in the Mayans, you know, they a lot of uh, cultures, early cultures, believe that you know butterflies were um, a source of people's spirits and that showed spirituality when they would see butterflies out flying and that was a, a um, positive sign um, when you would see butterflies flying around. Um, and I think a big part of it is, uh, you know, from the scientific perspective, um, there's over 18,000 species of butterflies and many of them are very, very different as you can see from the pictures that we're showing. Um, all, all different sizes, all different shapes, um, a lot of different colors. And it's just amazing that something so small um, can be so bright and colorful or, you know, just, just uh, um, or so different that there are so many of them that are, that are different out there. Yes, ma'am. So. One of the things that you brought is you brought a couple of these uh, cases here, and I have a little question about that. But um, which, which, what, would you describe this, and what's in this particular this, one? Um, we use a lot of um, the butterflies that fly in the butterfly wing. We also use those for educational purposes. Um, we do a lot of talks at schools and and uh, different places, you know, to try to um, encourage the public to get out into the world and see what's out there in your backyard. So this drawer right here, everything in this drawer is actually a native butterfly. So these are all things that are found in the state of Iowa. Um, we have, uh, like I said, there's 18,000 species of butterflies in worldwide. In Iowa, we have about 122. So, you know, not quite so many, but we still have a good variety. So there's a lot of things out there. Um, if you get out and explore outside, a lot of things, different things to see. Yes, ma'am. And then you begin to explain a little bit about some of these are not butterflies. Right, so um, some of those are butterflies in that case. And if you look in the center, everybody can see that one in the center. That is actually an, an atlas moth. Um, a lot of people uh, that come to the butterfly wing, you know, the big question is, well, what's the difference between a butterfly and a moth? Now please pay, atten pay attention, everybody. Say, ready. Ready. <laughs> so, um, you know, scientists and humans in general, we all have this tendency or this behavior where whether it's butterflies or flowers or people or anything in the world, we have this tendency where we have to divide everybody up and put them all in these little categories, every, you know, split up by what their differences are, whether, you know, they're big or small or red or white or they have four legs or six legs. Um, you know, some of the moths and butterflies have a few physical differences, but essentially they are the same thing. Um, just, you know, just like a lot of other things in the world. And so there's really not a lot of uh, reason to divide them up. Um, scientists do it because that's how they study them. That's how they name them. Um, it just seems to be a typical human behavior, though. Amen. So I, I hope everybody caught or cap kind of captured the parallel to that. Did everybody get that? It's human nature that we want to divide people up, right? That's your type of people, that's them type of, you know, them over there. Are you with me? 
that's them, right? This is us. Are you hearing me? And if, and if it's all kind of certain big groups, then we start doing it by names and families, right? Oh, no, this is my peoples. Them your peoples. Is everybody with me? And how many understand God just created beauty? Somebody say amen. Praise God. Yeah. So uh, if you would, can I get you to go back to that uh, keynote, if you will? And so as they bring that up, uh, one of the things we want to do is take a look at this. Uh, what do we see Jesus reveal? What do we see Jesus reveal? Everybody with me? Starting from Matthew chapter 17, verses 1 to 9, I'll read this right on the screen. It says, now after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, led them up on a high mountain by themselves. Everybody read verse 2 with me. Ready, set, read. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Everybody see that underlined word, and that word says transfigured. Everybody say transfigured. transfigured. I'll keep reading. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him. Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make here three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. And while he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. Hear the word. How many understand Jesus is the word? And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were greatly afraid. But Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and do not be afraid. When they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. Now, as they came down from the mountain, look at this. I want you all to see this. Jesus commanded them, saying, tell the what? Tell the what? To no one until the Son of God, until the Son of Man is risen from the dead. And everybody said amen. amen. What I want to share is... When you see vision, vision means to what? See. Vision means to what? See. And the word transfigure and the word transform is the same word. All three of these words, transfigure, transform, and this word right here, just a favorite word of ours. We uh, preached a whole series about this one word alone, and the word is metamorpho. Say metamorpho. The Greek word metamorpho, which means change. Turn to your neighbor and say metamorpho. metamorpho. Turn to your other neighbor and say metamorpho you. Metamorpho. Amen. Have you, right? Metamorpho you, which, which means this, to change into another form. To change into another form. The Greek syllable meta implying change and morph meaning form. So it's where we get the word metamorphosis, a total and complete change. And if we can tear down the wall, most often in us and about others, that people can't change. How many understand we can change? It's real proud. It's getting real quiet in this uh, church in here. I said people can change. Let me ask you a different question. If a caterpillar can become a butterfly, then what makes you think that you, being God's child in his own image, cannot be changed? 
I think you're now getting it. Well, let's go back to the professional, okay? <laughs> Ma'am, I would ask, so what are the stages or the phases that cause a caterpillar to become a butterfly? I mean, that's what we're really hearing. And if you can help maybe expound upon that, that's where we really want to lean into. What are the stages or phases to go from a caterpillar into a butterfly? Okay, so uh, first thing, the uh, female butterfly has to find, every butterfly species um, has its own particular plant that it lays its eggs on. That's, that's what the caterpillars eat. So not all caterpillars eat the same thing. Um, everybody learns about the monarch at school. Everybody knows that monarchs eat milkweed. So, but you know, well, depending on where our education was, but yeah. <laughs> well, with 18,000 different species, I mean, that, that says that's why there are so many different plants in the world. Um, butterflies and plants, uh, insects in general and plants, have very important relationships with, with each other. The caterpillars depend on the plants for their food. The plants depend on those adult butterflies to help pollinate them so they can continue their life. Um, so caterpillars, once, once those eggs hatch and those caterpillars come out, they, their main job is to eat, and they eat a lot. If you look at that picture right there, that shows the five different sizes of caterpillars. That's how small they start out, that's how big they get before they actually form a chrysalis. You know, you talked about this as well. Those are five different stages. Those are five different what? Stages. And that's still a caterpillar, right? Yep, that's So what did you explain about, what, is it, what do they have to go through just to get to those five different stages? You talked about that a little bit. Uh, caterpillars are different from humans. Insects are different from humans. You know, as we grow, our bodies grow with us. Our skin stretches, you know, as we grow, it just grows with us. Caterpillars, their skin doesn't grow. So as they get larger and larger, they actually have to shed their skin to become bigger. So through the process of, of them eating as being a caterpillar, they will actually shed their skin five different times. And some caterpillars, even as they shed their skin, they actually might look different in those five stages. Mm. Same as humans. We look different as we grow older. Yes, ma'am. Um, and so, you know, they keep eating, and so they are changing all the way along. And then once they have gotten to the point where they are done eating um, and they've taken all the nutrition in that they need to have to go through that process yes, and have enough energy to change into a butterfly, a lot of caterpillars will leave the plant that they've been eating, feeding on, and they will wander looking for a really good place, a solid foundation, a solid structure to make... <laughs> Come on, everybody say time out. <laughs> In my particular ethnic vocabulary, I would say, slow up, sis. <laughs> I don't know if we caught the amazement of what she just said. First of all, I was trying to give you some clues when I talked about five different sizes, caterpillars, meaning shedding of the old skin and coming into a new. How I many understand that we've got to become? Amen. And sometimes, as a 23-year-old in college, you're frustrated that you don't have everything you think you should have. Say, I'm becoming. I'm becoming. 
Sometimes you're at 30 and you're upset because you still don't have what you thought you were going to have. Say becoming. Sometimes you're 44 years of age and you don't have everything that you thought you should have, but you're what? All I'm trying to get us to understand is God wants us to understand that God's not through with me yet. God's not through with me yet. Are you with me? Now, wait a minute. She said the caterpillar has eaten enough. I'm just going to break it down. Ate enough word. Communing with sunlight on the right plant. And then it goes wandering. Wandering. Does everybody say wandering? How many understand sometimes you feel like you are wandering? Now, that was a kick for you. What happens in wandering? Go ahead. <laughs> so as the caterpillar wanders, wanders around, he's looking for the proper place to attach himself to make the chrysalis. He needs a solid foundation, a solid structure. In Iowa, a lot of those caterpillars have to spend the entire Iowa winter in their chrysalis. So everybody in Iowa knows what happens to those plants. Once the frost hits, the plants are gone. So if you look around in your backyard, if you have flowers in your backyard, if you ever have caterpillars or butterflies in your backyard, a lot of times they will attach themselves to the side of your garage, the side of your house, a fence, something that's solid, something that they know is going to help them survive that winter. <laughs> Somebody say amen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, so the doctor said, time. Oh, I know this. We've got to find the right place where we can become solid in order to outlast the weather, the elements, and all those things. We've got to find a place that we can last. Somebody say amen. amen. God wants you to become a butterfly, but you've got to find a place that you can depend on. It's a foundation. It's strong, right? For instance, what, what, what are, what's the threat of the caterpillar becoming a butterfly? Like what are the th some of the, just the, the common in dangers? Um, just the world around them, the weather. Um, Out, so outside the world. Okay. Outside. Uh, pre predators. A, oh, lot of, predators. a lot of things like to oh. eat caterpillars. Enemies. Enemies. Adversaries. Uh, parasitism. There are. Demons. <laughs> <laughs> there are or other organisms that parasitize the caterpillars. Oh. Uh, lack of nutrition. They have to make sure they have enough food oh. so they store enough energy to be able to make that change. <laughs> and even human factors. Even humans are not very good to caterpillars sometimes. <laughs> Nobody likes to go out in the garden and see those caterpillars eating their plants, even though that's what it takes for them to become a butterfly. Everybody said amen. Isn't that good? It's powerful. Well, ma'am, maybe we can come to this question, this, this last part, and that is simply, uh, well, if the, the chrysalis, I'm sorry, if the process is metamorphosed, changed, transformed, transfigured, they're becoming, then is the place considered to be the chrysalis? Like the place where it happens, the chrysalis? Right, that's where it all happens. Everybody say the place. So tell us what kinds of fundamentals or basics has to be 
a part of the chrysalis in order for it to be a healthy environment for, for it to take place? What, what types of elements or what types of things goes into a chrysalis that can make it healthy? Well, once that, I don't know if you guys want to show that, the video I brought. I have a video of a caterpillar making, turning into, a, shedding its sting, turning into a chrysalis. Okay. Um, when it does that, it's, it's really soft to begin with. Um, but as it sits in the air, it actually hardens. And the, the outside of the um, chrysalis is pretty sturdy, pretty hard, almost you know, sort of like a fingernail. That's a good thing to compare it to. That's what it feels like on the outside. Hmm. Um, and you can see up there at the end where the caterpillar has spun some silk. So that's sort of the glue that holds it to the stick yes, so it can do its thing. Um, and you know, the, the caterpillar has a lot of work to do in there. I mean, the caterpillar has, you know, it has three legs, but it also has five pro legs. That helps it hang onto the stick or the stems or the leaves where it's eating. Um, it has, it has eyes, small eyes that don't yeah. work all that well. I remember well. we talked about the eyes. You said, what's the difference between a caterpillar and a butterfly? I just want you to catch it. Everybody say seeing. The caterpillar has what kind of eyes? The caterpillar has simple eyes. Simple eyes, but a butterfly has what? Compound eyes. Compound eyes. So there's a different seeing between when you are wandering and becoming to when you become. Correct. Everybody with that? Amen. So when we talk about having mature spiritual eyes, God wants us to mature in our ability to see. Amen. Yeah, the, caterpill the caterpillar only needs to see pretty much dark and light and kind of see that they're on that leaf. The butterfly, you know, as it flies around and pollinates and feeds on flowers, has to be able to see the world around it so it can see what's going on around it for protection and those sorts of things. Amen. Well, as this is, from my understanding, a fast version, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. So yep. this is uh, a, a fast version of what takes place in the process. Um, I just am fascinated and, and I think that we all can just genuinely appreciate um, the West Falls coming out to be with us today, but giving us a greater understanding, expounding from a professional standpoint, the symbolism. And I mean, understand we know for those that are really wise and smart and very biblical, that we're not making it to be that we are butterflies. It's a symbolism that we can learn from. Amen? So we want to thank God for uh, Miss Anita Westfall for coming to be with us today. Amen. Thank you so much.